You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I didn't expect some kind of cinematic inquisition. Nobody expects a cinematic inquisition. Welcome, everybody, to the Cinematic Inquisition. My name is Tyler Hoskin, and joining me today is Mark Bunn. Hey, hey, hey. And Lindsay Shrapko. Hello. Hello. And this week, we are going to discuss The Atom Project. Starring and nothing else, right? And nothing else. No. Nothing else happened. No, what do you mean? In movies. No, nothing, nothing. happened in movies. No. Nothing. The, the Oscars weren't yet this week. No. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad Coda won though. Yeah. I, I think it's a I think it's a big win for for indie and for streaming distribution. Like I I'm I was pleasantly surprised with that. The top two contenders were both streaming, which is in itself is amazing. Right, and I I just I hadn't haven't watched it, but you know the sort of feel good vibes I've heard. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm I'm. I'm I'm a happy camper. That and uh, the West Side Story girl who played Anita. Oh, I was yeah. I was super happy because even though I didn't care much for it, um, I know she like I because I watch Hamilton like every few months and uh, she's, <laughs> she's one of the she's also ensemble great. She's cast. Dune. Yeah, she's part of the ensemble cast, and I always noticed her because I just like she just had that essence about her when when i'd watch it and i was just like pleased as punch well she was also the overwhelming favorite to win that award see honestly i have not cared for the oscars at all yeah i i basically tune in pre-oscars to kind of see who's wearing what and if it looks cute zendaya looked brilliant um but other than that it's i i just sort of logged on to imdb occasionally and I, I was like, oh, finally, another winner after 17 minutes has been announced. Great. <laughs> and then, you know, I happened to walk up the stairs, caught a, a little bit of it, and then just walked away and, again, went to sleep at that point. Yeah. We, I did uh, all the research that day, actually, for oh, I Oh, I couldn't even. <laughs> and all the, I, the, the coin flip one was Code and Power of Dog, and I went with I Coda. had. And that's it. Like I had heard, it was about two to three weeks prior. I heard that Coda was on a real upswing mm-hmm. to take Best Picture, and that pretty much what is it? The power of dog, power, or power dog. of the dog. Yeah. Um, it it wasn't going to get anything from what I read, although I assumed. Oh, director. It was, was going to get director. Was, yeah, I assumed. Yeah, I assumed it. Um, and then, you know, I was like, hey, Kenneth Branagh, he got one for writing of all things. Well Hooray. done, you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a little sad that Lin-Manuel Miranda didn't get his EGOT. Yeah. I was a little sad. I mean, Bond songs tend to be overwhelming favorites, but I was but a little sad. They also submitted the wrong song for the Oscars. That was the issue is that he had to decide between that and we don't talk about Bruno. And then he went with the other one. Right. So that- but this is but before then, it blew up. The song blew up. Well, and this is it. Like I just yeah. watched it a a couple weeks ago. Lexi made me watch it, mm-hmm. and I mean she's she's probably wa- and again she's almost twenty three. She's watched it a dozen times and and does the sing along with it. She absolutely adores that movie. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, let's talk about um, the Adam Project. 
because that's all <laughs> there was with the Oscars. Yeah, so. there was nothing else. Nothing else really nothing to else. speak. I think it's been, uh, really. yeah, that, that event has Ad been... Ad nauseum. Has been Can memed. Can we acknowledge that? Memed to death. And two in the yeah, yeah. Mark wins. Uh, who was it? You, just you and Tyler? <laughs> no, there was like oh, 12, was people. 12 people. Yeah. Oh, Oh yeah! Some random person, ESPN 92578.74 was right up there with me until really, very end. See, I just I I couldn't. I haven't been paying attention to literally anything, and I'm like, it would have been educated guesses at best. I would never have given Dune so many because, oh my god, it was the most boring film ever. Oh, Dune had that but Mad Max technical- Fury Road feel, and well, that's why it swept all those awards. As I like, I did. Did I do Dune on this, or was I just talking to Chris about Dune? I can't remember. But my whole thing is everything was self-serving and gratuitous. It was mm. like this shot, and then I could just hear the running commentary of how they shot that shot, and I could see why it won all the the tech stuff that would normally have been televised, but wasn't. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah. But I, I understand why it got all those awards. I would have, out of spite, not chosen it, though. So I would have gone, like, five and, you know, whatever the rest is for getting it wrong. Because I would have refused to, to pick Dune. I'd get one of the obscure short films right or something, but that was about it. <laughs> that that would be about it. Katie's picks were, or her title of her picks was actually accurate when she said no good picks. Yeah, she was dead last. Dead last. <laughs> I would have been right there with her. <laughs> she went eight for fifteen with just. There you go. I I would have gone less. I would have been very. I'd be under that. But yeah, I'm, I was I was shocked to open it up on Oscar night and go. There's 13 people in this. What is going on? Yeah, did, that's did, pretty good. Did not expect that I at said, all. Because I hadn't been paying attention to anything me neither i i i would have you know it, it's just you didn't have to like i said i did my research that day and yeah i, I think at this point me. i'm over it like i, yeah. I read it i love variety and viewership up 56 percent from last year woo okay because twitter exploded <laughs> About halfway through, and then everybody, too, did. But this is the thing. (laughs) The viewership, which was the lowest ever last year, Mm. was 9.3-something or 5-something. So this year, it was 15.3-something. 15. It's like getting getting 15 out of 100 and then getting 25 out of 100. It's like, we improved, yes. But that exactly yeah. because it's like you still suck. If anything, this has shown people do not care about rich people getting awards and being pat on the back. I like seeing the outfits, but I don't care. Like, that's why you have the SAG Awards and that's why you have all these other awards. This, I think, has finally proven that it, it needs to just be a luncheon. You know, it could have been a com- like a conference call that could have been an email. Yeah, the Oscars could have been a luncheon, and they should just do that. That or you know what, make it like the Masters a four day event, <laughs> and actually show every award, including the baby Oscars that no one ever sees because it's true tech tech awards. Yeah, that 
you know, they, they don't get the props they deserve because there's a lot of cool, real technical stuff going on in the background. Someone that, suggested that they should do like almost like a six hour day, but like block it for like certain like time. So that you get your certain words. Hey, okay. Well, if you want the, this tech is work, what we're doing on this. It. Yeah. And that's it. Like make it right. an event. If you're going to do it, do yeah. it right. Because you fail to acknowledge so many other creative minds by sort of keeping it the format that it is. But again, I, at this point, can't cancel them all together because, I mean, again, America alone, it has 370 million people. The fact that only 15 million tuned in, it, it, it that's bad. Like, get, get it, get it going, you know, praise them in other ways or issue Oscars, but just read them out on a goddamn email. Like, literally send an email saying, this is what we did. This is how people voted. And these are our winners. Yay. Your Oscar will be mailed to you. Or hell, just do it on TikTok now. There you go. Right? Do it like they yeah. do the uh, the football hall of fame. Have the guy knock on their door and you've won an Oscar and then walk away. <laughs> yeah. That would be brilliant. That would, that would be awesome. I would tune in. I would <laughs> tune in for something like that. No acceptance. Or not, none of that. Just the door here's say, your well, Oscar. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, or bye. If you go there as a psycho saying, you've been nominated, but you didn't win. Yeah. No. The can like <laughs> candid camera style wins. Yeah, yeah. Here are the nominees, and go to all the nominee doors that yeah, didn't the win, crew, and then just <laughs> leave the winner alone. Yeah. Oh, it's that would be new reality TV show. <laughs> See, there you go, Big Brother there styles. <laughs> it would uh, be hilarious. Okay, so the Adam Project. The Adam Project. Yes. 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 Let's let's get into that because, yay! Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. My one big gripe about this film is Catherine Keener's younger self. Why okay. did they go? Why did they go do that? They should have put her in old old age makeup. Yeah, I I have a few. Yeah, I have a few issues with it. Um, one, I think the first half was better than the second half. The second half to me felt a little rushed. Like once they go into the wormhole, go back to 2018, I felt all of 2018 was a little rushed. I had the same issue with you, with Catherine Keener. But you want to know what my biggest issue was? The end, like, quote unquote, fight scene. And you hear the intro come in for foreplay long time. And they don't play the whole they, thing. They cut the shit out oh, of that song. Oh, it was brutal. so frustrating. I Oh, I had that issue too. I oh I was God. like I, I know it's the stupidest thing. And I mean the soundtrack actually was pretty it's good. Amazing, yeah. But they butchered where yeah. they edited that song for that fight scene. Yeah. And I'm just like, I there. Oh, it was so frustrating. As, as I'm enjoying the song, I'm like, wait, no, no. Oh, exactly. Fuck. Exactly. That's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, no. Oh. What did you? No. You could have kept going with it. It would have fit. It still would have yeah. fit. Or don't start at the very beginning of the song yeah. Yeah. and then cut before the first three minutes and then go into the, you know, it, it just... The edit of that song 
or just Pain. play foreplay by itself in one segment Pain. and then go into long time afterwards. Right. Anything right? was better than the edit yeah. that they put in there. But the, those are my three big things. Like it, it was very, you know, Ryan Reynolds comedy. Mm-hmm. The first, again, when he, he, he gets to 2022 and he's talking to the kid and how he talks to the kid himself, really, it, it's hilarious. The concept of the movie is good for anybody who loves the weebly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, again, the first thing the kid said is, did we do this before? Like, do you remember doing this? Yep. And he kind of explains that it's, that's not really how it works. Like, if if he were to go back to his own time, it's it doesn't work that way. Everything because, rearranges back itself to make it fit, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So it 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 reconciles the paradox. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but it was it time cop. I think it was Time Cop because it it does follow, again, the same issue with Time Cop, which is someone's already gone back to change what has already happened in the future, Mm -hmm. but then they have to go back to change that. Yeah. It was Time Cop. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Time Cop. And and again, there, there was that, again, anything time travel related, I love. I just it, it get, like how they reconciled it. Okay, but again, he's already coming from a future where she's already gone back into the past to change it. Yeah, to you know, but his wife and that that was it. Like the other thing with his wife again. That like that's why it seemed the second half seemed so rushed because they the the younger Adam doesn't get an opportunity or neither Adam gets an opportunity to tell themselves. So what, it would be eight-year-old Adam? No, he was about No, he was 12, but they went back to 2018. So neither one of them had the opportunity to tell eight-year-old Adam about this girl because now that time travel isn't a thing, his life probably would have veered off in a different... it, 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 It just seemed... Okay, we have to get make sure they get together at the end. So we're gonna throw this last sort of scene here, but it doesn't. It jumps too much, you know. It, it's yeah. There's no explanation to, to explain that path to get back towards that meetup, right? Because there's no more time school, right? I mean, you know, he's still the pilot, but not yeah. I do like, I also like the fact that, um, you know, one, it's it's not the 13 going on 30 sequel we were hoping for, but uh, it, um, that the dad still died. I, yeah, I, no, I, liked... I thought the change in the past was her killing uh, Hulk, but no, Hulk was supposed to die regardless. In an exactly. So yeah. I, and I, I you know, I, I, I thought there was going to be a Doc Brown moment, maybe. You know where you know, he pulls out the ripped up envelope, and you know, yeah. or, or or some, <laughs> yeah. you know, to make to to say no, dad still live, but it, it's like the fact that the dad still died. I I actually appreciated that part of it a lot more, and it makes that scene with the catch all that more poignant too. 
Right. Because they never get to do, like, they, neither one of them ever got to do that with him. So the yeah. fact that they did get to do that with him, even though they won't remember, he won't or ever don't remember exist it. Yeah. Yeah. Because their timeline's gone. Mm-hmm. Both of their timelines are gone. But there's the, that, they, they throw that little hope in there that there's like an echo. Right. Because he hugs his mom because he remembers telling, you know. Exactly. I also, it also felt like, um, Jennifer Gardner, her character had a bigger role, but was like edited out a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. Something it it something felt amiss with her character, like the fact you know when he when she's going to the bar. Mm-hmm. It it you know she obviously frequents there a fair amount. You know the bartender knew her knew yeah. what to pour things like that. Mm-hmm. It seemed as though. We're missing part of her grieving backstory, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe due to time, like to me, it almost felt like it would have been better as a quote unquote limited series, even if they were hour long episodes or something. Yeah, something like a four run episode or something. Yeah, just because they're, again, because the second half felt so rushed. And again, mm-hmm. like Kath, Kath, future Catherine, Catherine Keener going to past Catherine Keener. Past Catherine Keener going, you were just here two months ago. And I was like, oh, but I'm here again. So it's been 32 years for me, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But again, it all felt rushed. Like what made young her decide to go that route? Like there seemed to be a lot unexplained. Yeah. Because her younger self seemed like a genuinely good person. Exactly. So where's, where, where that, where is it that she turned right instead of left type? Yeah. Yeah. You know, where was it? And that's what didn't make sense to me because it should have there. Again, it seemed like something was missing, mm-hmm. you know, something was missing with her character. Something was missing with Jennifer Garner's character. Even Mark Ruffalo, character, she was barely in it too. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo just seemed angry. <laughs> well, it's what he does best. As sad I mean, as the it guy is does time say. travel in two movies. Give him a break. Yeah, but as sad as it is to say, he just felt like angry physicist. <laughs> Science is everything, you know. It's it's interesting. What's going on, Ty? We're we're looking for cabinet handles. Oh, <laughs> apparently. That's a but future you problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a future me problem. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, it was a fun movie. I, yeah. I don't, but I, I find most time travel movies to I I'm always entertained by them. You know, I it's never not I've always liked again. I like Time Cop. How many people can say that? It's, you know. It's a good, bad movie. <laughs> it's a good, bad movie. And that's it. Like, because it, it was done by what? Sean Levy. And he did Free Guy. Yeah. So you you know where the potential lies. It just mm-hmm. seems as though, again, it just got cut shorter than everything that was maybe filmed. Mm-hmm. 
including foreplay long time. <laughs> Never cut that shit. Y- exactly. That's Pasta what that, you, you leave it fucking alone. Exactly. Exactly. But overall, I mean, yeah, it's it was very as I said, it's very entertaining. Like it Ryan Reynolds is in his element when he does comedy, that kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, even the kit, he he did a really good job being that nerdy, you know, like we're talking, we were talk at. Back. yeah. But asking all the questions, like, because if that ever happened to me, if future mm-hmm. me was able to time travel to to me now or even past me, I'd be asking a billion questions as well, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how Back to the Future got it right or wrong. Yeah. You know, that's just what I would do. So I totally get it from a 12-year-old point of view why, like, he just prattled on so many times because I would have those same questions. And, yes, it's a fucking lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah. It's a boomstick lightsaber. Fucking lightsaber. It's like, when it happened, I'm like, it's Darth Maul. Come on. Yeah. That's exactly where my head went. It was so good. I I really had a, a fun time. It was time travel. I love it. It's great. It's good times. Exactly. It's time travel. Like, what's there not to love about time travel? With all the paradoxes that if you think too hard about is going to break your brain. Yeah. It's it's time travel is just so much fun, anyways. Because again, you can find ways to resolve it, even though they don't make sense. It's all the theoretical. Yeah. That makes it fun. <sighs> Anything else? No. No? No? As I said, I, I it got me, I think the first, I can't remember what the first song was, but I'm like, I'll, I, I think I'm going to like this movie. And then I was just more mad at the movie for cutting up foreplay long time. Especially in the trailer, I'm like, oh, they're using foreplay a long time in the trailer. Okay, this might be a good soundtrack. And then you get to watch the film, and you hear the song, like, okay, so far so good. And then, oh, that finale just disappointing. Again, it, it, it started off great. That uh, the, the edit was just like, no! <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. And I mean, like, the magnet thing, it, everything was kind of nifty. Mm-hmm. And it did, you know, with the bullet turning because it's you know the armor the metal core the metal core and and you know seeing both sort of right because mm-hmm. again that's what you would expect to happen or like you know frequency where you know you get that scar yeah you know or the the hit yeah the hand the scar like that kind of stuff you know, they didn't, again, didn't do a bad job. I think it it probably was intended to maybe be longer or things got cut short because they wanted to fit into a specific runtime. I think if they're given more time in filming this, I think they could have done a much clearer and better job. Because it felt, like you said, it felt rushed at the end there. So yeah, like, like as I... Wrapping everything up. There was, a, there was a fairly good pace. Mm-hmm. Right that up until the jump. Great. Yeah. 
You know, the 20, all the 2022 stuff, even with the wife, because you knew she was going to have to send him back. Like you, you, you already kind of felt that, Mm -hmm. but it's cool that they, you know, got to see each other. But in order to make everything right, they know sacrifices have to be made. Mm -hmm. Like they were able to fit all that in so well. And then the jump from 2022 to 2018, everything else just seemed, oh, wow. There seems like there should be more. But overall, as I, I'd probably watch it again, although maybe fast forward that fight scene. I can't stand that song being butchered <laughs> like that. That's my biggest gripe. Or just have it playing like separately and have it on mute and just listen to for a long time as the... <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's the way to do it. Fixed it. A fix. A fix. Just make your own edit to the movie. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just that song. Yeah. The movie itself, I can, I can handle. It was just the edit of that song. Let's fix that. It's like in the other room. It's like we need to cut five minutes. Well, we're not touching fucking for a long time. You can find it somewhere else. <laughs> there you go. How long is that song? Eight minutes and eleven seconds, yeah. or some weird shit like that. Yeah. Find it somewhere else. <laughs> well, shit. I guess this movie is going to be four extra minutes. Yeah, and that's it. I would not have sacrificed the song. <laughs> when, and it's what's so four rare minutes? to hear the song. Yeah. You know, like I listen to Boom all the time, and you never hear it. Like you, I think I've heard it once in five years. Like for whatever reason, that song doesn't really get radio play. Yeah, because the only boss song they play is more than the feeling. That's oh, it. all the time. Yeah. You know, seldomly do you ever hear it. So, you know, when you, when, as soon as you get the, you know, and you're waiting for the drum to kick in and you're hearing it and it's like, and then you fuck up the edit. It's like, no, you missed the best part of the beginning. Like the end of foreplay going to long times, like epic. Oh, but yeah, as I said, that's my biggest gripe of the whole movie. Everything else I can totally live with. And again, Kat, the the young old Catherine Keener. I'm sure they could have done it better, but I accepted it that okay, not everybody can be Disney. You no, know, it, I'd rather have someone in old age makeup, and then you take off that makeup, and then that be the younger self, as opposed to digitizing a younger self. Right, but then you'd have to make her just be. I mean. It's not like we're talking about forty-year-old virgin Catherine Keener anymore. No, I you know. know she's she's gotten older. She could still be, you know, in her eighties. Yeah, but to be that hardcore badass bitch who's gonna who would who's willing to kill kids, basically, you have to keep her a little on the younger side. I don't know. Just give her more gray hair. Give her a little bit more wrinkles. In the I face. don't know. I don't think a 70 and or 80 year old. given the technology in 2050, I'm sure there's some sort of Botox that could have kept, you know, skin less wrinkly. Well, I mean, if you go by Back to the Future, they had it in 2015. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's already there. Have her just peel it off. I didn't know if you'd recognize me. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I can still live with it just because, again, not everyone can do those things like Disney does. It was because I've watched, you know, I've seen a lot of movies with her in it. 
mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that. Um, I, I at first I'm like, maybe they did get an actress that just looked similar to her when she was a little bit younger. But then the more I'm watching it, I'm like, ooh, no, that that's not it. But it doesn't. You know, again, it's it's Netflix CG compared to Disney CG because we're so used to the Disney CG, right? Those those kind of you know the aging processes where where we've been babied a little. Like, had Disney not not done all those, we'd be like, wow, they did a great job. But we're, we've we've been sort of spoon fed on this. You know, Disney actually does have a time machine theory. You know that. This seems a little subpar, but overall, in the grand scheme of things, with budget and everything else, I think it was passable. It could have been a lot worse. A lot worse. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough on the Adam Project. Uh, Does anybody have any thoughts on what we can talk about next week? Uh, well, I'm going to watch movies in theaters again, so I don't know what. What? I guess Lindsay's right. Well, and she, that's the problem. I will not be going to theaters and watching the the cases are climbing again. Like everything, ever all at once looks fucking amazing. I'm just trying to think of what movies. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about like timey like, wimey loopy spacey? That that's the. Yeah, I, I I'm excited what? to watch that one. Everything were all at once. Who? What? 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 The Michelle Yeoh multiverse movie. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I didn't Sorry. know this, but the guy who plays her husband is short round. No. Short round? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You told me to stay here, Doctor Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Nice. Really? Yeah. Oh, I miss short round. <laughs> Uh, we could do we could do uh, Death on the Nile. What's that? Agatha Christie. Ooh, I'm worried about that film because I I didn't like the uh, Murder on the Orient Express adaptation. Oh no. Uh, what else? Uh, we could watch uh, Studio Six 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 with the. Make oh little- yeah. Oh. Chris watched it. He said it would be right up my alley because I like that sort of really camp, bad comedy horror. We could totally do that. Uh, I think like, the only other thing I've seen out. is Turning Red. Turning Red I've watched twice now. Well, why don't we do Turning Red next week then? Watch, well, yeah, every, right. everybody watch it again and we can talk about a Canadian was, Pixar yeah, movie. Yeah, there, and that's exactly it because I have some real issues with the way they say Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> All right. Well, look forward to three Canadians watching Turning Red and tearing it apart. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to the Cinematic Inquisition, and we'll catch you next week. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.